You know Loz or is a wizard? She's called the Wizard of Loz. Hi guys and welcome to the Wizard of Loz. I am going to be talking about my New York adventure on this podcast today and I honestly, this is my, this is one of the best stories that I have to tell because I cannot describe how mental this weekend was for me. So I'm going to start from the beginning. I wanted to go to New York. You know that people were like, if you can make it anywhere, if you can make it in New York, you can basically make it anywhere. And I love the song in New York concrete jungle where dreams are made up there's nothing you can't do I love that song and I always 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 from the beginning wanted to do a course in New York now I made this happen I had two ladies that wanted to come and join me now I need to do a special mention for these ladies because this whole weekend for me was unbelievably magic. So first off, I'm obviously working the full-time day job as an office manager. Tell my some my bosses, asked for my holiday. And actually, to be fair to you, I think I only took the... I only took a half day on Monday. So for the first time ever, I decided that I was going to do a trip from Friday night until Monday morning and make it back on time for work for Monday afternoon. Now, oh my goodness gracious me, for anyone who has ever done that Friday night commute to the airport, this is an absolute nightmare. I was stressed from the word go. That journey to the airport is enough to just, oh, it's just so stressful. It is so busy, it is so packed, there is no time to relax, end of story. I can't remember when my flight was. I think it was 7pm or 8pm or something like that flying to New York. And I landed in New York at 1am. Now, horrendous journey to the airport, obviously. Um, Treated myself to a bit of dinner when I got to the airport. I remember it very well because I had yo sushi and I love sushi. Um, And then I got on my flight to New York. Now, I remember this flight to New York because it was absolutely horrendous. It really was, guys. It was one of those flights where I was so uptight. You know, when you have that stiffness in your neck and you're just like, you can't relax. The baby was next to me. It was crying the whole flight. It was just a nightmare. And, but, you know, in the back of my head, I'm thinking, oh my God, I'm going to New York. This is going to be amazing. Now, prior to this um, booking, I obviously always book on Airbnb and I try and find a place where I can host the course so all I really need is a table and a couple of chairs for you know my clients to come and the rest is basically history and I ended up booking a place in Brooklyn now I don't know much about New York. I obviously came to New York and I stayed in upstate New York New York when I done Camp America. But that was a hell of a long time ago and I don't have the best memory. And I was like, oh, I think Brooklyn's up and coming. I remember staying in a part of Brooklyn when we travelled it a couple of years ago. So I thought, oh, I'll stay in Brooklyn, not a problem at all. 
So I booked an apartment on Airbnb and it was in the middle of Brooklyn. Don't ask me for specific uh, details. I literally can't remember. But yeah, booked an Airbnb. It was a one bed apartment and it had a table and chairs suitable enough for me to host the course in the living room. Now, I got off my flight at JFK and I got a taxi to this place in Brooklyn. Now, bear in mind it's 1am in the morning and I literally have never in my entire life been this scared, I don't think. I turned up to this place in Brooklyn. Now, for anyone who knows how dramatic I am, it was pretty much the Bronx. I swear this place, the road was just like old, old school. If anyone's ever seen the movie Moonstruck with Cher, it that it was old time New York. It was 1am in the morning. It was pitch black. It was absolutely freezing, right? And I'd had no sleep on the plane. I was exhausted. I honestly was just, it was just a nightmare from the off go. So, I turned up in this place in Brooklyn and I so the driver was kind enough to help me. I had to retrieve a set of keys from a like a mini post box across the road to the apartment, which is just completely bizarre to me. In fact, the post box was attached to the back of a tire of a bicycle, which I had to open. And he helped me do that because I was just like all over the place. I, I had to go in. Oh, it was just a nightmare. I had to open the code lock with a digit with digits, get the key and then go up to the apartment and obviously let myself in. Well, this wasn't as easy as I'm saying. I walked in to this apartment, right? And it just looked like a drug den. Honestly, the entrance was absolutely horrendous. All it needed was someone on the second step injecting heroin because it was that bad. And I walked up to, I think I was on the third floor to this apartment and I had the keys in hand and I tried to open the door and I couldn't, I couldn't open the door. Guys, I could not get that door open for the life of me. Oh, it was just an absolute nightmare. I was panicking. I was all over the place. I was tired. I was in the middle of like the Bronx. I thought I was going to be shot. It was that bad. I could not open this door. Now, when I say to you, I'm the type of person that just does things and don't think about it. I really made an error on this trip, like bad. I hadn't planned anything. I just went and I had no data on my phone. I was in the middle of New York. I had nothing. I couldn't, I couldn't even call off my phone. I couldn't contact anything. I had no Wi-Fi. I had nothing, like, I couldn't, it was just a nightmare. I absolutely just, it was, I, ugh, I can't even, you know, I'll never do it again. I, it was, this was one of the biggest lessons I've ever learned in life is to never, ever go unprepared again couldn't get this jaw open I just I didn't know what to do I had my suitcase I was like guys I ended up walking around Brooklyn for about an hour trying to find a taxi because I was basically in the middle of nowhere I was trying to find a taxi just so I could go to a hotel and and get some wi-fi because I couldn't get into this apartment now my stress level I am 
known for not being a stressed person. Like, I'm very easy. I'm very relaxed. I'm I'm very go with the flow. So to be put in a position like this, it was just too much for me. I couldn't handle it. I, I really, really was trying to keep calm. After an hour of walking around Brooklyn, don't know how I never got shot, I could have died. A taxi literally drove past me and I kid you not I shouted so loud with my hand up like was must have been in just such a panic to get in this taxi and bless this guy he was a really really sweet Indian guy and I said to him oh my god like I could barely make out my words I was like oh my god I'm in so much trouble I've just landed from London I can't get into my apartment I've been walking around Brooklyn for an hour please can you help me I need to go and find a hotel so like I can at least lay my head for a couple of hours and get some wi-fi and bless him this guy I honestly I don't know his name and I I can't even remember what he looked like I don't even think I looked at his face because it was so dark and he drove me round New York for an hour and a half to two hours trying to find me a hotel and I'm not joking when I say to you all I needed was a hotel I had more money in my bag than what I've ever carried before and I had the money I had the money to book into like a six-star hotel but we drove round to 30, 35 different hotels and not one of them had availability. Now, I I always think back about this situation and I think to myself, is it because of the energy I was giving off? I just got off the flight. I looked like I looked awful, guys. Like, why would these people not give me a hotel room? I didn't I really didn't understand it. Um and this guy continued to drive me around. Anyway, I turned up to one of the big hotels. Can't for the life of me remember the name of it. It was like one of the most expensive hotels in... Is it Chelsea? Is there a Chelsea in New York? I think it was something along the lines of whatever it was. Very, very posh. I've turned up in like a pair of trainers, leggings, you know, looking like an absolute... Oh, just a nightmare. And I said to the lady on reception, I said, I'm so sorry to bother you. I really, really am. I know I look like a mess. I We've been driving around for an hour and a half and I desperately, desperately need somewhere to connect to some Wi-Fi because I can't get into my apartment in Brooklyn. I'm supposed to be starting work tomorrow at 11 o'clock, 11 a.m. The time was like 5 a.m. in the morning and I was like, please, please, can you help me out? And she looked at me and she was like, yeah, I can help you out. This lady, she literally saved the day for me. She called up a sister hotel, which was a lot cheaper than the one I was standing in. And she said, I've got a lady here. She desperately needs a room. Please, can you help her out? And so the driver took me to this hotel and I got out and I said to him, thank you so much. And he had the meter on and guys, the bill was like $300. Um, And he just said, look, he was like, and he was like, you're a really, really nice girl. I really appreciate your situation you're in. And to be honest, I wouldn't have got any work. He was like, I'm gonna turn, I'll shut the meter off, and I'll charge you a hundred dollars. And I was so grateful to this man. I like, you don't have to do that. You there's there's some things in life, and making an honest living and driving a black taxi like around New York is probably hard. And he really, he took two hundred dollars off that bill, and. Oh, I'll, I'll never forget that for as long as I live. I really won't because he didn't he didn't have to do that. And he was just so helpful and he really cared about me. He 
he wanted me to get safe and I really that I thank you stranger in the black cab I really really appreciate you and I, I really hope that you know something some good comes your way and and, and life's, life's good to you but whatever so anyway got out the taxi checked into this hotel guys ended up costing me four hundred dollars and I just I didn't care I needed to lay my head I needed to connect to some wi-fi so I connected to some wi-fi and I was just in bits I cannot tell you how stressed how emotionally drained how tired I was I I just couldn't function and my go-to person and huge huge shout out to her because she has saved my life in so many occasions and I cannot even put into words how much she means to me my friend Kyla she's a singer-songwriter you see me post I post about her all the time if you want to follow her on social media to check out her music is at Lakey L-A-K-Y I called her up and I can't I don't even know what the time was in London but she picked up the phone straight away and I was just in floods of tears I was devastated I was like I don't know what to do I don't know what I've done I can't get into the hotel uh, into my Airbnb and she was like Lauren calm down calm down please calm down and I was just hysterical I just couldn't stop crying I was sobbing and she was like we're gonna sort this out she was like send me everything that you need to do like just send me a list send me all your login details to Airbnb and whatnot and she calmed me down and she basically sorted everything out for me and I honestly when you're in a position of stress and you can't control your emotions you never understand how much someone means to you when they're sitting there sorting your life out and honestly to this day I cannot thank her enough for that like Kyla you are my godsend and my guardian angel so Kyla sorted all of that out for me and um sent me all the details and she said la you haven't read the airbnb details properly and I was like what I was like what do you mean I haven't read the airbnb like crying my eyes out and she was like you had to turn the key left twice and then forward and you hadn't clicked on the description of how to open the door and I was just like oh my god I am the world's biggest idiot I cannot believe that because I hadn't read those details on Airbnb it cost me $500 I'd basically been in a black taxi for two hours looking for a hotel just to get wi-fi had to pay $400 to stay in a hotel room for an hour and I'd I'd lost $500 so I basically lost like (laughs) oh just a lot of money on something that you know you need to be aware of I was just it was just silly so anyway Kyla gave me those details I called an Uber and I drove back to the apartment where I was supposed to be staying I read I read the instructions and I managed to open the door and I got through the door and I was just like, what an absolute joke. Seriously, one little thing can just like affect your whole trip. And that was it because I didn't, I, you know, I didn't, I'd done it too quick. I booked it too, too quick. I didn't have the thought. And yeah, so anyway, got into it and I just shut that door and I just cried for about 15 minutes. And I was just like, I can't believe that I've put myself in this position. I put myself in so much danger. And I really, really am normally quite good with stuff like that. Like, I don't do that. Um, 
And yeah, I just shut the door and cried. And I thought to myself, oh my God, I, I called Kyla and told her, connected to the Wi-Fi and told her that I was safe and thanked her. And she said, you need to get some sleep. She was like, it was, I think it was 7am in the morning and the ladies who had booked my course were due to turn up in four hours. And I was just beside myself. I was so tired. Um, and she said, contact the ladies and say if you can have a, la- a later start a later start and a later finish and I was like oh my god like whatever I've got I've just got to do it so I contacted Neoki and Kelly and I said you know I've had an absolute nightmare of a morning please can we start a little bit later and they agreed to a 1pm start which was amazing I jumped in that bed and I woke up at about 12 and I just needed that time to rest and I was so grateful that these ladies were so understanding like genuinely they were so understanding and they were so lovely. So anyway, woke up at 12, was walking around the apartment, getting things sorted. And um, I started to get myself excited for the course because Neoki, who is under Instagram as Neoki, at Neoki Knots, she has been she had been following my Instagram account for years and she supported me for so so long like comments here and there comments of love likes messages and this lady after all those years of supporting my Instagram account was finally doing this course in New York with me and I was finally going to meet someone who had so much love and support for me over the internet and it was just I, I couldn't wait to meet Neoki I really couldn't the same as Kelly. Kelly messaged me on Facebook and said, I'm really, really interested in learning how to do hard cap wigs. I'm a mannequin collector and so on. And, you know, when some, pe- some people just let off really amazing vibes and I, I knew that these people were going to be really nice when they turned up to the course, but I wasn't expecting it to be how it how it ended up. So anyway, Neoki turned up and I just, we hit it off like you wouldn't believe Honestly, like, there are some people that you meet in this world who you were supposed to meet, and Neoki was one of those people. She shines with kindness. She is one of the most beautiful, beautiful people that I've ever encountered encountered in terms of supporting other people. And, oh, she's just, she is just amazing. Like, so much love for this lady is unreal. So Neoki went up and Kelly then messaged me, said she's going to be about 10 minutes late. She's just in a truck and she's pulling up outside. And I run downstairs to greet her. And this lady, I took one look at her and I was just like, this is insane. Like, what is going on? Kelly had the most amazing hairdo. She was all, her hair was completely rainbow coloured and she was dressed like a unicorn. And I was just like, oh my God, hello. <laughs> and vibes, the vibes were just insane. And we walked up to Neoki and Neoki was just like, we was just mesmerized with what, what Kelly was wearing. She looked amazing. And it was just, it was just a dream. And I kid you not, right, that course that I hosted in that little tiny Brooklyn apartment was magic. When I say magic, I mean we all developed so much love and respect and we loved each other's stories and the whole time we was in that room 
I mean, it just flew by. It was like I was in there for an hour because we hit it off, all three of us. Honestly, it was just amazing. And I could not have asked for two ladies to turn up to my course after the absolute nightmare that I'd had the night before. And I honestly was so emotionally overwhelmed. I just remember sitting there and being like, how lucky am I that these people have turned up to my course and they are just incredible. They are just so incredibly talented, so incredibly loving. And it was just, it was just like a dream. Honestly, it was. And to this day, I have so much respect for those ladies and so much love for those ladies. And it, it just, it just was amazing. Absolutely incredible. Um, so Naoki was just obsessed with the trade. She was like, oh, my God, Lauren, you don't know what you've got here. This is absolutely incredible. You know, you're on to something, you're on to something. And just the support she has showed me over this past, even to this day, is just incredible. Kelly was amazing at what I was teaching at her. I have never taught a lady or a student in that case, for that matter, who has ever been as good as what she was she picked that skill up in the snap of a finger and she was just amazing and I had to tell her I had to say look Kelly I've never come across a person who has picked up the skill as much as you have like you you have got a real talent and you need to go with it and she really did she was just amazing anyway after our conversation Kelly had basically turned around and she said to me I, I I need you to fly out to New Jersey Philadelphia New Jersey and come and train me because I need to learn more and obviously I obliged and it was just the story continues from there um anyway so obviously the whole weekend had finished and the ladies had just left the apartment at five o'clock. We said our goodbyes. We'd obviously, you know, we were all connected over the internet. So there was no doubt that we was ever going to see each other again. Like it was just going to happen one way or another. Um, and I, you know, when you're in a situation and you are tired, you, you don't think a lot. And I, I didn't think a lot. I was like, right, I need to get back to the airport. I didn't have time to think. So I booked my Uber and I went back to the airport. Now, I gave Naoki and Kelly a massive hug and honestly, it was just the connection we made was just fabulous. I got in that taxi and I just sat down in that car and my shoulders just dropped and I just, I felt so emotional. I just, the whole weekend had been such a whirlwind and I just, I needed, you know, I just needed to take that time to just sit down and be like, like, I'm going back to the airport and it was just, oh, it was just a bliss, like, the weekend was fabulous but it was also just nuts and I sat down in the car and my favorite song started playing and for those who know me well I am a huge lover of Bon Iver and he done a cover of I Can't Make You Love Me and it is honestly one of my favorite songs it was one of the most beautiful songs ever ever written and in the taxi that song came on and I was just in this like moment on it like I just felt high I'm not one, I'm not a drug taker and I've I've never really been into drugs, but I have obviously, I think I've been hired three times in my life, but I sat in that car and I felt so high. My head had like shifted to this different place and it was just like, I was listening to this beautiful song and I just 
closed my eyes and was like, this is just magic. What What is going on? It was just weird. I can't explain to you the sensation. I just can't. It was just, I, I just, I'll never be able to, to understand what went, what went through my body during that time. But I opened my eyes and I was in this like peaceful state and I looked to the right of me out the window and I swear to God in slow motion a car had just come up the side of us on the opposite side of the road and crashed into like the side of the motorway you know they've got those little those little bits on the motorway and it was in slow motion and I just looked and my head moved so slowly and I was just like what is going on here what's happening what the hell and I spoke I was talking to the um taxi driver and I was just like I thought I honestly can't explain to you what is going on what has gone on this weekend that was what like what what I just couldn't understand it I just oh it was just nuts I had such a like such a really 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 good chat with the taxi driver as well we was talking about life he's he um he was quite religious he had he had a couple of Buddhas on the side and we was talking about Buddhism and I was he was just a really lovely guy. And um yeah, so I ended up at the airport and I went to check in and anyone who's ever travelled from JFK, wow. That airport at that time, I don't know whether it's always like that, but it was so intense. Oh, there were sniffer dogs everywhere. Everyone was so uptight. It was mental. Oh, God, the stress that was on my shoulders as soon as I walked in. I was just like, wow, this is so stressful. Like, I just, I, I hadn't, I pretty much hadn't eaten all weekend. I was starving. I turned up and I went to check in and I flew with Virgin Atlantic and I went to the checkout desk and I said to the lady, um, I mean, I don't know what I looked like. Like, you don't carry a mirror and look at yourself, but I must have looked exhausted. And she said to me, she went, how was your trip? How was your stay? And I said, honestly, if I told you, you wouldn't believe it. <laughs> and I just started laughing and she went, well, what do you mean? And I just said, oh God. And I I basically told her like in short form what had happened and I just was like I just I just want to go home like I honestly I haven't had enough time to to uneven understand what's happened and she started laughing and she said have a really nice flight now I just took my boarding pass didn't even look at it and walked through the barriers and I just needed to go and get some food and honestly, that whole situation is just an absolute nightmare. I went to McDonald's and there was like they were like, what drink do you want? And there was like 50 different types of drinks on the menu. And I was just like, I just want a lemonade. <laughs> like, at that point, I was honestly just done. I was like, just give me a lemonade, seriously. Well, I don't care about what flavours you've got. Anyway, I went and sat down and I was like, I think I was about an hour and a half early for my, and I just sat down and I, I, I just, I didn't even look at my phone or anything. I just sat there staring into space and eating my food, like just oblivious to everything around me. I do remember though, I do remember a little baby sat next to me and she was just the most adorable thing. And I remember sitting there crying because she was just so cute and her parents had so much love for her. I do remember that moment. But yeah, I just sat there and we just waited until I, we was able to board. Anyway, they finally called my flight and I hadn't, bearing in mind, guys, I hadn't looked at my boarding pass at all. And I 
I looked down and she'd scribbled out my number and put a different number and I thought, oh my God, what is this? She'd only gone and upgraded me. Now, I was in like the cheapest seat on Virgin Atlantic, which I can't remember the names of it, but she had upgraded me to premium. And I thought, Do you know what? Like, I know premium, there's not much of a difference, but there is on a Virgin Atlantic flight. I think there's a lot more legroom. And ugh, do you know what? I just, I was like, what? Why has she upgraded me? I don't understand. I just thought, this is just nuts. What's going on here? I can't, I can't even fathom. Like, how kind of her to upgrade me? Did I sound like a nutter? Is that why she upgraded me? I don't know. But she upgraded me to premium and I was very, very grateful for that. Um, anyway, so got back on the flight. Now, guys, after that major weekend, I was flying back to Heathrow and I was starting a... Well, I can't remember now when I was starting, I think. Ah, I do remember, yes. So I was starting work and um, I had to be in for 9am, I believe. And my... Flight was getting in at 7.15, so yeah, that's that's correct, yeah. So I flew in at 7.15 and I had to get to work by 9am. I was shattered. I was absolutely shattered. Bear in mind, you can't obviously use a phone on, a, on an aeroplane. And um, I'd landed, just landed at Heathrow, had a little nap, woke up, turned my phone on. Well, guys, you wouldn't even believe what Neoki had done for me. She had absolutely exploded my Instagram she'd put up a review of Big Wigs Workshop and it was like two pages long and she bombarded the whole of my Instagram I had people messaging me from all over the world I just couldn't believe it I was like oh my god what the hell I remember calling Kyla and being like Kyla my whole Instagram's exploded Neoki's done this she's done this review of me and and now I've got like all these followers and and I just couldn't believe it and it was just insane uh, and I got in a taxi and I got to work and I remember my boss coming in and I, he was asking me about my trip and I was just like oh god and then he gave me I think he gave me a half day I must have looked terrible but honestly that little bit of time that he gave me off for the day wow it was so needed so thanks Sam for that <laughs> but yeah, it was absolutely one of the most, well, I look back at it and I'm just like, wow, what a trip. Honestly, it was insane. Um, Huge, huge shout out to Neoki for all the love she has ever given me, all of the support, all of the social media that she's ever, you know, just recommended me I cannot tell you how much I appreciate you because you single-handedly alone with your support have changed so much for me and you are just the most incredible person so guys if you are in delving into wigs and stuff like that Neoki she has glam needle holders now glam needle holders are a product that Neoki has made and it's a sparkly holder for your um, knotting needle when you use wigs. Now, obviously, I don't use that in hard cap wigs, but people that knot, you know what I'm talking about. Go and check out Neoki because at Neoki Knots because she is amazing and oh, just an absolute dream. And a, shout, a huge shout out to Kelly, who I will speak about 
on my Philadelphia trip, which is coming up next, um, for all of your love and support as well. I just, I yeah, it was just a fantastic trip, and I really hope you enjoyed that story because it was just as wild as it sounded. Bye. You know, Loz always a wizard. She's called the Wizard of Loz. Thank you.